everyone, welcome to my latest podcast. As usual, it consists essentially of the rantings of a grumpy old man with his tongue usually firmly embedded in his cheek and his brain left to have a lie-in. I've recorded them in alphabetical order because my wife insisted. This week, D is for driving. Aha, I thought that one would grab your attention. Here's something almost everybody feels strongly about. Be prepared to have your prejudices reinforced over the next five minutes. Or not. Problem is, in Britain, most people have swallowed a big fallacy. Listen more attentively. I said a big fallacy. The fallacy is, good driving is driving perfectly. People suggest that all drivers ought to drive strictly by the book and that anything less is downright dangerous, reckless and probably immoral. Rubbish. If only these same people believed that using anything less than perfect grammar and impeccable manners at all times was unacceptable, then the world truly would be a better place. Let me give you Cider's definition of good driving. It is getting from A to B without colliding with anything or anybody, paying due consideration to other road users' needs and not unreasonably hindering them. Simple. I average 30,000 miles a year. I've been driving for decades by this code and never crashed into anything or anybody. And, I like to think, more often than not, I've been courteous to other road users. And that includes pedestrians, cyclists and horse riders, even though quite often the buggers don't deserve it. The BBC is one of the worst culprits in perpetuating the fallacy of perfect driving. Just listen to the pious pronouncements trotted out regularly on Radio 5 Live's breakfast show to see what I mean. Or listen to a BBC radio phone-in where they actively encourage unthinking people to come on and denounce bad driving and trot out shitty mindless cliches like speed kills. What in God's name does that mean? Speed's relative, you dullards! I'd be pretty worried if the aeroplane I was on stuck to a 30 miles an hour limit trying to take off and you tried driving your Vauxhall Zimmer at 20 miles an hour around Silverstone during a Grand Prix and see where that gets you. It's just ludicrous to suggest that driving at 80 miles an hour on a deserted motorway at 4 in the morning in dry conditions is dangerous. Wake up you people! Stop making us all live by the lowest common denominator! There are times when it's perfectly safe to do 90 miles an hour or even more in certain driving conditions. There are other times when it isn't safe to drive anywhere near the posted speed limit. I wouldn't dream of driving as fast as 30 miles an hour in a 30 limit near a school at chicken out time, for example. It's just common sense and good driving. The people who tut-tut about driving standards, the safety fascists, would no doubt applaud that as responsible, sensible, good driving. And of course, I think they'd be right. That's because I've used my brain and I've driven at a speed I judge to be safe for the prevailing conditions. Why don't they afford me the same latitude at the other end of the speed scale? But they don't. They clamour for ever more speed cameras and their state laps it up because cameras generate vast amounts of money. But more of that when I get to S. There's a conspiracy going on in Britain, led by the state, enabled by the Bolshevik Broadcasting Corporation and fuelled by unthinking Burks who probably never drive more than 20 miles a week. Anything that makes drivers look bad almost inevitably leads to the generation of more money for the state and they're lapping it up.
Ah, people will say, usually on a BBC radio phone-in. You've no idea of the devastation it causes. My little Johnny was killed by a speeding motorist and everybody loved him and he'd just been accepted to Oxford to read medicine and he would have dedicated his life to saving other people and now he's been snatched away from us. Now look, it's absolutely tragic to lose a child at any age and it doesn't matter whether they are paragons of virtue about to save mankind or they're on their way to court to receive their third ASBO. The parents hurt just as much either way, and I understand that, and I can sympathise. But, having a child killed in a traffic accident does not suddenly confer Solomon-esque wisdom on the surviving parents. They have first-hand knowledge of how it pains them, for sure, but that doesn't make them any better qualified to conclude what should be done. Britain has a very simple legislative principle, the rule of law, which means that rules are made and administered in a cool, non-emotional way. It's a sensible approach. Of course, if someone mugged my son, stole his property and left him lying injured in the street, I would want to hunt them down like a dog and beat them to within an inch of their life, starting by cracking their shin bones, then stomping on their stomachs and crushing their arms before finally clubbing their faces until they were unrecognisable. But would the man on Clapham Omnibus consider that justice? Yes, he bloody well would! So it's probably just as well that the man on the Clapham Omnibus doesn't administer justice. Because I'd be thinking with my heart, not my head. And that's exactly what bereaved parents do. And I'm not condemning them for that. I'm just saying we can't base our road safety decisions on their reactions. So keep them off the airways and bring a bit of common sense back to Britain's roads. Speed limits should be for the guidance of wise men and the obedience of fools. Don't make us all drive like fools! That's it for this week. As always, you can check out the website at www.stevesider.com or email me at podcast at stevesider.com. If you've been offended, tough luck. Some of your views probably offend me too. If you want to rant, don't email me, start your own podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please tell your friends and come back and download a new episode each Friday. But remember to ask nurses permission before using the hospital computer. I'm Steve Sider, swifty and misanthrope and grumpy old man. Thanks for listening and goodbye.